Hi everyone, welcome back to Basics with myself, John and Mindy. Mindy, how's it been? How have you been getting on? Yeah, I've, I've been good, John. Thank you. Yeah, just a lot of growing, self-development, working on myself and uh, yeah, just trying to push myself a little bit further in terms of achieving some of some of my goals. But uh, yeah, how, how have you been? Yeah, I've been I've been all right. I wish I wish I was the same, but I'll, I'll be completely honest. I've just been swamped with work recently, but I've got a couple of days off now. It's coming week, so hopefully <laughs> it can work on my self-development and a few things as well. But yeah, overall, overall, I've been, I've been good. But yeah, so I think today um, what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about difficult conversation having difficult conversation absolutely john and uh yeah so just on that like so i want to start off with just around difficult conversation we know it's not always easy to have a difficult conversation i just want to talk a little bit around some of the struggles that i had when it came to a difficult conversation so it was always a potential situation where it could have been a behavioral it could have been a performance aspect however whenever i knew i had to have a difficult conversation it would scare the life out of me i would always be worried about what questions would i asked if I make a mistake would I get in trouble for it so there were all these I guess these negative thoughts that were coming through my mind and I just really didn't feel as confident uh, because I hadn't been in too many situations and I think first few years of management I didn't really have like face many difficult conversations and wherever there was a possibility where I would need to I just tried to avoid it as much as I could so um, in terms of your perspective John have you had similar feelings or thoughts yeah I think I think the first thing for me has to be around acknowledging responsibility. So taking accountability and actually understanding that you need to have that conversation. I think a lot of the times we, you know, put it aside for a lot of reasons and we don't want to have that conversation for a reason, whether that being we're uncomfortable or um, we like that person. Uh, <laughs> we like that person so we don't want to offend them or, you know, you just feel like, oh, you know what, I'll just rather not deal with it now. And I, I remember I, there was someone, there was this training I was in and I remember someone said something very interesting there was a manager there was a boss who had this person in their team who wasn't performing and was actually underperforming extremely and she needed to have that difficult conversation with him but she kept on pushing it aside pushing it aside because this person was a lovely person he brought cakes in <laughs> into the office he brought all of those goodies um, everyone liked him everyone liked him uh, but one day he was called into office and the ten runner said right you're, you're being sacked we're sacking you because you're just not performing instantly ten runner said wow why didn't anyone say anything to me why didn't anyone tell me this and instantly she just felt so guilty because in her head at the time she was looking out for this guy because she didn't want to upset him he was a nice guy she liked him in the long run it's affected him in a really negative way because now he's losing his job and that could have already been avoided she just had that difficult conversation so I think first of all it's all about acknowledging that responsibility that you need to have that conversation that you need to sit down and actually speak to that person and no you know not keep putting off aside regardless of whatever comes you know comes in the way of however you feel the most important thing is you need to have that conversation so yeah I think I'd certainly agree with yourself in terms of that's certainly something that I you know struggled with as well because like I think I'm just one of those people I just get really uncomfortable in those situations 100% it's really interesting and I love what you said so when you're when you're talking about taking responsibility and having that difficult conversation like talk me through in terms of how soon should you have that difficult conversation as soon as it has to be as soon as possible the only thing that should be stopping you is do you have a definite outcome define the outcome do you know what you want out of that conversation so don't of course don't just rush into it and and go in their guns blazing <laughs> 
to start telling the person what they've done wrong or what they haven't done right, you need, you need to take a bit of a step back and actually understand, okay, what outcome do you actually want from this conversation? Whatever the, whatever the situation is, what outcome do you want from it? The moment you have your outcome, you need to have that, you need to go straight in and have that conversation with that individual. I think the last thing you want is to prolong it any further because you think about it, nine times out of 10, if you're having a difficult conversation with someone, it's because they're not doing something right, okay? Or, mm-hmm. you know, you need to correct them or something. The longer you delay that, think about the impact that it has. That's the thing you've got to wear out here. So the longer you mm, delay right. that, what impact is it has in what what do you know what I mean? What impact does it have on that person, the business? Even if it's just your friend, family, whatever it is, we need to have a difficult conversation. You need to have immediate, otherwise it could get worse. So yeah, just to just to go back to your question, I think you'd need to have that. As soon as you've got a definite outcome, you need to tackle that immediately. But, but what about yourself? Um, you know, have you got any other best practices or, or anything in terms of Yeah, I mean you touch upon what you said there as well, because if it's not addressed straight away, whatever you're thinking about, because it's gonna play on your mind, like you could be thinking about that all day and the impact on yourself could be massive like you're like i need to have that conversation i need to have that conversation and then the further it goes away as well it, it loses its effect imagine trying to give someone feedback the week later and saying oh what have you got something from last week you're just gonna look at you think huh what <laughs> i don't even i don't even remember yesterday but we're talking about last week like what's going on and you're potentially going to lose i guess the impetus in terms of the impact of your recognition of what that event actually was or that that behavior so i 100 percent agree with what you said there around making sure you address it straight away look Looking at them in terms of some of the areas where uh, we need to focus on in terms of when we're having that difficult conversation that you guys have the tools that you need to be successful in delivering that conversation, whether that's in the workplace, at home with a loved one, wherever it may be. One of the things I think is really key is around the environment that you set to have that difficult conversation. You need to ensure that you've got an environment where that individual feels safe to have that conversation. You're not in a intimidating sort of environment where potentially there could be other people around there could be even like distractions where you don't have that undivided attention of that individual and even subtle cues so if you go into a meeting room let's say you position yourself by the door and the other individuals opposite side they could feel a bit trapped it's these subtle cues as well that you want to be aware of that can have a a psychological impact um, on that individual and the way that conversation goes for me environmental is uh is a key point in terms of making sure that it's set up so i guess you're set up to maximize that that full conversation let's say you try to have a difficult conversation in front of someone with your team there they're going to feel really uncomfortable especially if it is a sensitive topic or something that potentially does need to be addressed it's not the best place to to have that type of conversation yeah and and i agree because i think from 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 personal experiences um i think i remember there was a time i think someone's having a difficult conversation with myself and where we had that conversation there's, there's quite a few other people around not necessarily in the room with us um listening you know like the open open space office uh, where you mm-hmm. can you can see yeah into the next office and i was just getting really defensive <laughs> and i wasn't actually really listening because i was just paying attention i was paying more attention around in terms of what was going on around me um i think i was just kind of like oh what's going on you know you're going off at me and i've got someone in the next room just just staring at me you know <laughs> what's what's going on here and i didn't actually listen i didn't actually pick anything up from it so i think environment is a very very important one um i think it's very interesting as well because you talk about earlier on we were talking about you know having that conversation immediately and a lot of the time some people just want to tackle it there in front of 20 other people or in front of you know 30 other people and that person is only just going to get defensive aren't they um they're going to get defensive or they're not going to listen because they're too worried about what's going on around them so it's all about yeah i think environment is very very important which done which then brings me to the next point which is listening you actually listening to that person 
But what are your thoughts in terms of in terms of listening? Yeah, when it comes to difficult conversations, like this is for me, this is one of the most important areas. Going back to when I say I used to struggle around what would my next question be, how would I react to it? And if you can master the art of listening, you're gonna you're gonna master difficult conversations. Okay. And when we say listening, this is something that I had to think long and hard about and say, Am I truly listening? So I remember I identified on a on a training course once we did some like role plays. The coach at the time said to me, he said, when you're trying to acknowledge someone or you're agreeing with someone you you say a certain word a lot and my word was absolutely but what I was actually doing that was kind of like an auto response so I wasn't actually truly listening to what the individual was saying I'd zoned out a little bit and I'd revert to using the word absolutely so what the coach said to me was like don't say anything just truly listen just have silence that has helped me out so much because when you're truly listening to the information someone is giving you that's all the information you need to form your next question you don't need to think about about some form of structure yes you can have certain questions that can open it up but usually the next the information that's being provided that could be vital to the next question that you have because that truly says to you that you are truly listening me personally like I would use terms like so to help me understand this is this what you're saying or just make sure I'm on the same page can I just clarify this is what you meant by that so there's some some really good positive cues there that you are demonstrating active listening you're you're present with that individual like your body language is showing that you are there you're present in the moment and you're not distracted you're not behind your your laptop screen you're not looking at your phone you're not staring out the window you are there with that individual because if you miss some information for let's say three or four seconds worth of information if you're distracted at a moment you could miss some vital information that that individual could have helped with in terms of coming to a conclusion with that conversation so that's kind of the, as i said where i come from from a from a listening standpoint it's so vital and it resonates with the individual as well so from your perspective John when it comes to listening like what sorts of um, avenues do you look at when it comes to listening you've mentioned some really uh, good points there but I just wanted to add I think with listening a lot of the times when when we're having difficult conversations or just just in general a lot of us aren't actually listening we're just waiting for our turn to speak I think it's just a case of okay okay just just say what you um, want to say and then I'm going to speak next or where you mentioned something very interesting that like, oh we're just thinking of what we're going to say you know it's mm. just okay what am i going to say next um not going to really listen not really going to listen to what what you're saying just thinking of what i'm going to say next so i think that's that's the first thing and i think it is very important that you're actually listening and not just waiting for your turn to speak because i feel like a lot of the times because when you mentioned when you mentioned that the absolutely thing and when you know that verbal nodding when someone's saying something to you you're just like yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah true true that was very interesting because it's something that I do as well um is you know when someone's speaking to me or when someone's explaining something to me I'm just like yeah absolutely yeah that's true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not not actually listening to them and that actually if that if you're having a difficult conversation with someone and they're explaining something to you how are you supposed to help them if you're not actually listening um how are you actually supposed to understand the root cause and understand what the issue actually is if you're not actually listening to them another thing that I wanted to to talk about was what was validation validation dating what someone's saying it is so powerful you need to try it you honestly need to try it you know you have because a lot of the times when you have a difficult conversation with someone they get really defensive they get mm. really no, i didn't i didn't do that or they're trying to explain it from their point of view or what they've done there's nothing more powerful than saying 
yep, I agree. Well, not I agree, but there's nothing There's nothing better than saying, you know, yep, okay, okay. I fully understand what you're saying. I fully understand. I fully understand where you're coming from. <laughs> you think back to when we're growing up and we're kids, you're trying to explain something to your parent or someone older, your teacher at school, and they shut you down immediately. They they shut you down and they're like, mm. no. Yeah. Think about how that made you feel. It wasn't a nice feeling, was it? Think about how no, it made no, you no. feel when, when they shut you down immediately. But think back to when someone was like, you know what? I fully understand that. I, I, I fully get where you're coming from. And understand how you feel however you then go on to explain what you want to explain it is so powerful rather than just shutting that person down and saying no you're wrong no actually i understand i understand where you're coming from but let me explain to you why what you've done is wrong so validation is very very important because the thing is as well when you validate someone they're shocked it's like whoa okay <laughs> like you agree mm. because usually people are waiting for an argument people are just waiting to have an argument with you so when you validate them it's, it's like whoa hold up a second what, what's going on here <laughs> You know, mm. what? He, he just agreed with me. He's, he's just agreed with me. But the thing is, you're not actually agreeing with them. You, you're just understanding where they're coming from. You're understanding how yeah. they feel. You're understanding their point of view. You then go on to say your point. Again, it's the same when we're younger. When someone did that with us, you took a step back, didn't you? You calmed down. It's like, wow, okay, this person gets how I feel. They understand where I'm coming from. And then that person actually listens more. Rather than being defensive, they actually listen more. They actually listen to what you're, what you're saying. They actually listen to the point you're trying to make because you've listened to them they have that that satisfaction and okay he's actually heard where i'm coming from and he's acknowledged it he's validated me he validated the feelings um, it's really powerful honestly it's really powerful you have to try it um, i love that because it's like someone may feel like a, a like a different conversation it's got to be all one-way communication right like you've done this wrong and, and like we were as we were children like don't do this you've done this wrong don't do it again as opposed to helping them actually understand and you actually understand from their perspective because if you go in with that judgment mental approach you're not going to going back to your point like what is the desired outcome of that conversation surely it's to improve a behavior surely it's to improve a performance area as well so what is that actual goal you're not going to be carrying out the goal for them the individual you're um, having that difficult conversation with so you need them on board so what you just said there that validation it helps put that sort of arm around the shoulder and say right okay help me help me understand from your perspective thanks for sharing that i understand where you're coming from with that point very powerful that is and it's definitely something that our, our people that are listening to this conversation should should uh, really take on board and try and apply that into uh, some of their conversations really really powerful there, there john so we've, we've covered off a couple of points there so i wanted to look at john when you're looking at the behavior the performance or whatever me that the current reality of the situation like talk me through what your thoughts are on when you're exploring that reality i think ex- exploring the current reality of the situation i think the first thing is i think you want to go in there prepared i think it's, i think it's a mixture of both you want to go in there with an overview of the situation having done your own your own research and actually <laughs> say research but yeah having done your own little digging um mm-hmm. and you know you understand it, the situation to a full extent covering what we've spoken about as well you want to go in there as well with with an open mind and the way you're going to do that is by asking the right question um i think you know questioning is very very important in terms of ex- exploring the reality and you don't want to be asking leading questions it's just like oh you did this didn't you or <laughs> you did that you want to you want to oh, make okay. an op- you want to make an open question because then that will give you give it a, the bigger picture you don't want to go there with a judgmental mindset and it's like you've done this and done that it's actually okay talk to me about this you know tell me about this Mm. tell me about the situation what's actually happened and it's knowing how to do these things as well because i feel like another thing is you need you need to know who you're speaking to because if i could go up to someone and be like tell me a little bit about the situation you know what happened and they can actually find that patronizing so you you need to understand who you're speaking to you need to go in there with an open heart the goal is to see the bigger picture 
yes, you've got your outcome. You know what you want from the conversation. But the thing is, have you actually explored every reality? Have you explored the reality of the situation? So, you know, like I said, we want that bigger picture. So what questions are you asking this person? Are you not even asking questions at all? And it's just like, this is what's happened. That's what's happened. Let's get on with it. So, yeah, definitely. I, I don't know what about yourself. Would you do anything differently? Or Yeah, no, just to really echo on some of the points you've said there, like you've got to be in a situation where you're you're asking those questions. And for me, when I look at the reality, it's um, curiosity is a, is a big word that speaks to mind in terms of be curious about it. Let's not just overlook something. If someone, if you're given asking a question, so talk me through your understanding of this and they say, oh yeah, this is what you should do. Okay. So talk me through, do you feel that you demonstrate that on a regular basis? Give me some examples, like really sort of dig a little bit deeper in the reality. You don't just want to get the right answer, what someone should be doing. You want to understand a little bit about what is it that they're actually doing? Is it something that they're aware of? Is it a training need? Is it behavioral? You want to keep digging there in terms of the people that explore the reality. Too many people are quick to go to the next stage and finding the the solution go to solution mode right when you're in reality right talk me through what's going on here oh this okay cool so you need to just sort that out brilliant thanks bye but you've just straight away given you played all your cards like yeah. you've given the information right like you've not explored that and it's amazing like the longer you spend in the reality and it, at first it will be uncomfortable it will be uncomfortable because it's very easy for us to go into solution mode but the longer you're in that reality and asking those questions to try and fully understand um, where that individual is going in terms of it's, if it's a behavioral or a performance issue or whatever it might be if it's something that you think needs to change they're going to be the ones to change it but you need to understand what their thought process is when they approach it that way and not just the textbook answer that they'll give you because everyone will do that talk me through what this process is right you do this this and that okay now talk me through how you interpret that information how do you go about this day and day how do you currently ensure you do that you're pursuing you're trying to understand what they're currently doing to help you then form the basis of what the solutions are and I remember when I first looked at reality and it will make you uncomfortable the fact that you're staying in that in that area for such a long time but it's vital just stick it out you'll know I guess for me when it's time to move on is when you feel you know what look I've got enough information here now when when's when's that point as I said only you would truly know yeah it's not something I could say but here's a cut off point when this has happened you should have enough to think about relating it back to the goal what do you want to get out of it what was the outcome of the meeting and if you feel you've got enough information in the reality to then move on to the options then you've hit that sort of zone so yeah so that's probably what i'd add to that uh, john so leading nicely on then so looking at the i guess the solutions that is the option so how do you sort of um when you're in when you're looking at opportunities or options to, to address that that concern as part of the different conversation how do you go about it when it comes to options i think i've i think i give the person that personal opportunity to explore it themselves first in terms of what could be done what we can do to resolve the the situation so i think i think i'd give that person the opportunity so i think i'd ask them okay you know what is it you know going forward what 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 do you think we need to do going forward you know and then just give him that up just give, give him that ownership a little bit i think it comes down to accountability i think something is more likely to stick or something is more likely to uh, you know i think you're, you're more likely to get a better outcome if if it's actually come from that person themselves yeah. because then that way like i said there's accountability there's that ownership so i think i'd put that ownership on them again be like, okay what do you think i always say you you want to the last thing you want to do is tell 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 this is what you need mm-hmm. to do you need to do you need to do that you're just there to lead you're just there to lead and you're 
just let that person come up with the outcome of options themselves and let that person tell you, okay, this is what I think we should do differently going forward or this is what I think uh, should happen going forward. It's just that ownership. What about yourself? Yeah, 100% agree with the points you raised there, John, because when it comes to the options, as I said, as, as we mentioned earlier, like it's not going to be you doing the actions. It's going to be the individual that you're having that conversation with. They need to change a behavior or, or something that's not quite in line with the vision of your company or your values or whatever it might be. Once you've explored the reality, you can then look at, okay, what options are available for you to, to overcome this? What do you feel can help support you to get to the level that you want to be at? It's them coming up with those answers, right? It's, um, I used to use the analogy of um, give a man a fish, I'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish, I'll eat for a lifetime, right? Yeah. It's exactly the same, right? That different conversation, they've got to be the ones to make that change. We're just, we're just opening the door, right? We open the door, they've got to be the ones to walk in. And um, yeah, we do that yeah. through those questions and, and, and take it from there. So we've gone through those steps, John. So what else would you say, like, as we're transitioning through this, this difficult conversation process at this stage, like once you've gone through all these various bits, like how else would you, what, what else would you add in terms of this, um, this conversation? To be fair, we've covered majority of it, but I think one thing I will say is that there's some people probably listening and you get really uncomfortable with having difficult conversations and, and can be hard. Like I said, at the start, it can be for various reasons. It can be hard because you just genuinely like that person and you, you don't want to see that person upset or that person could even be one that one that I find really interesting is that person could be someone higher than you from a business perspective you'd talk about your boss or mm. even from a respect from even from a personal and bringing it back to like family and loved ones nine it could even be someone who's older than you or even parents there's also that respect aspect to it and you're thinking oh my god how do I actually have this conversation and all, all, before you even have it you're ready for uncomfortable but the, you know what I'd say this there's actually nothing talking about it with a friend first or talking about it with a colleague first and like this is the situation and this is um so I'm gonna approach it. How do you feel? Kind of like a kind of like practice, kind of like rehearse it with them. Of course, you gotta be careful in terms of you know, if it's something personal, then you, you don't want to be doing that. But uh, if it's just if it's just a conversation that you know you need to have and you're feeling really anxious or you feel uncomfortable, you can you can you can you can you can reach out. You can reach out for advice as well. I think with ourselves as well, you know, we'll, we'll plug the email at the end. Drop us an email. We're always here to, to help. You know, to share best practices and, and so on and so forth. So just know that I think one thing is understanding that you're not alone always people out there to, to, to help 100% absolutely man but yeah um, so just just rehearsing it with a friend and just rehearsing it with someone you can, you can also do it yourself as well <laughs> just stand in your room in the mirror and just, just practice it practice how you're going to have that conversation with someone well, what about yourself though Mindy is there, is there anything else that you'd, you'd add or yeah definitely and from what you just said there that practice is that practice 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 yeah it, that's what creates a discipline right for those of you guys have watched Karate Kid the old one wax on wax off right it creates a discipline you have to do something over and over again for it to feed into your subconscious and then it becomes natural no one became an expert at anything without doing it a couple hundred times before the first step is actually taking yourself out of that comfort zone and then actually putting yourself in a position to apply what you have learned one of the things that i would i would add as well john is if you're having that conversation you've gone you've gone through the options and you're not getting that sense of i guess motivation for the individual so their response could be like yeah i could try this um, could, yeah maybe try that you're not getting that level of of uh, 
passion that they're going to change to call them out on it. And I, I had to do this recently and I, I called someone out on it and I said, judging by the way you're talking, that your body language, it doesn't give me an impetus that you're actually going to do this. And I don't, I don't actually believe you're going to put this into practice because the way you're uh, reciprocating that information doesn't give me that much confidence. Like talk to me, like what is it that's going through in your mind at the moment? What's stopping you from really getting into gear and getting this area handled? And because otherwise you go back to John, like we, we had a goal. We had a goal. We want to achieve that at the start of this conversation. And I think you'll lead nicely on to sort of wrapping that up. There's no point having that goal if you're not going to. I've had meetings before or difficult conversation where I've left the meeting thinking I've done it. I've had the conversation and pat myself on the back for having the conversation. But it didn't have the effect because the following week the same behavior was repeated. And now it's worse. You're saying, oh, no, I've had the conversation. And they're still doing it. You know, hand on heart. So I always think when you've had a meeting or a conversation with an individual, did it have the desired effect? And you'll tell that because the individual will be doing a lot of talking. I'll yeah. be like, yeah, no, you know what? I won't let you down. I've got this. Thank you for having that conversation. Thank you for taking the time to step out. And you, you can tell. You can tell if someone is behind you and that meeting has gone the right way. And if it doesn't, then reevaluate and understand, like, do I need to call this individual out? But how about yourself, John? Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Calling people out. Um, you, know, I, you know, I love calling people out. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, on, on things. That's um, true. And kind of, it wakes that person up as well because it's like, whoa, <laughs> oh, he's caught me. Uh, he's caught me. Um, but yeah, and I think, and I think just to just to wrap it up, I think what I will say is just restate the outcome at the end. I think if you guys remember, I did say to you know encourage that person to come up with a solution in terms of a way forward and what's going to happen going forward. Restate the outcome with them. Restate it to them. Keep talking until you hit the outcome. Restate with them. Ask them. You know, okay, this is what's happened. This is what we discussed. Um, so going forward, you said you're going to do this and this and this. But I think that's that's the only thing I add. But yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening uh, to another episode of Back to Basics uh, with myself and Mindy. Guys, if you've got anything else that you guys want us to discuss or anything like that, please get in touch with us. You know, if you have any topics that you want us to cover or anything like that, please, please do get in touch with us on our socials or email and um, we'll do as best as possible to, to try and um, to try and cover that. Anything else for yourself, Mindy? No, that's everything. Thank you for listening, guys. And we hope that today's episode will really bring value to you guys when you're having these uh, difficult conversations. Have a great day and thanks for tuning in. Thank you very much, guys. Have a lovely week. Thank you for listening, everyone. We do hope you guys have enjoyed it. Do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at backtobasicsjm, and that's the number two. Yeah, and if you've got any questions at all, feel free, drop us an email at backtobasicsjm at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.